0: Please join me in the confession of sin. Dearly beloved, we've come together in the presence of God, our Heavenly Father, to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hand, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and salvation. Oh, come, let us worship him. Let us kneel and bow down before him. Let us confess our sins with penitent hearts and obtain forgiveness by his infinite grace and mercy. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed the devices and desires of our hearts. We have offended against your holy law. We have done those things which we should not have done, and we have not done those things which we should have done. Have mercy on us, O Lord. Spare us and restore us according to the promises you have declared to us in Jesus Christ our Lord. For his sake, grant that we may live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Lift up your hearts with comfort and joy. The almighty and merciful Lord has granted us pardon and forgiveness of all of our sins. Grace for true repentance and amendment of life and the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please rise. Please be seated for the lesson. Lesson for this evening, which will also serve as the basis for our homily, is taken from the revelation given to St. John, the 20th chapter, verse 6. Blessed and holy is the one who has a share in the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them. Instead, they will be priests of God and of Christ and they will reign with him for a thousand years. Thanks be to God. Let us unite our hearts in prayer. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you that through the waters of baptism and by the repentance you have worked in our hearts, you have connected us to the risen Lord Jesus Christ and given us the wonderful hope of our own resurrection. We pray tonight that you would strengthen us in this faith, give us confidence in all that our Lord has done for us, that we may someday enjoy that wonderful resurrection of our own. We pray it all in his saving name. Amen. Dear fellow redeemed, God's grace, kindness, and compassion are yours to be found in the work of our Lord Jesus, the risen Christ. Amen. I'm going to read for us one more time our lesson for tonight, taken from John's Revelation, the 20th chapter. Blessed and holy is the one who has a share in the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them. Instead, they will be priests of God and of Christ, and they will reign with him for a thousand years. These are your words, Heavenly Father. They are your truth. We pray that you would increase our faith through them. Amen. The widow's son had died before the prophet Elijah stretched himself out over that boy and brought him back to life. The young man of Nain had died before our Lord Jesus stopped the funeral procession and raised him back to life. Jairus' daughter, a little girl, had died before our Lord came and touched her hand and brought her back to life. Lazarus had died before Jesus stood outside of his grave and called him to come forth and returned him back to his sisters. Jesus Christ himself died before being raised back to life on that first Easter. Death precedes every resurrection. And something has to die before it can be brought back to life again. And in the same way that physical death has to take place for there to be a physical resurrection, the same is true in the spiritual realm as well. Spiritual death must take place before there can be in us a spiritual resurrection. Christ and trust in him will not rise in you as a person unless the old Adam in you has died first. Something has to die in us before this life can come alive in us. However, unlike your physical body that will die only once, your old Adam dies, needs to die, over and over again, and will not die only once. And he cannot be destroyed in this life in just a single moment, the way our bodies can. He needs a daily death, a daily being put to death. As Luther once said, that he is to be drowned each day, and yet the problem is that he's such a good swimmer that he keeps popping his head out of the water. In the text before us, there are two deaths that are mentioned. And as a believer in Christ, you are currently living in the middle between these two deaths that are being talked about. One is implied, and the other one is discussed in our text. One is a spiritual death, and the other is a physical death. And right now, you as a Christian are living between those two deaths, if you will. And by the work of the Holy Spirit that has taken place in you in your baptism and every time you hear the word of God and it causes you to realize your sin and the need that you have for a Savior, you have then died to this world and you have died to your disobedience toward God and you have died to the glory of this life, looking forward to a much greater glory in the life that is to come. Johann Gerhard once said that when Christ rose from the dead, there was a serious commotion in the earth. There was an earthquake that took place. There was a trembling in the rocks, and the stone suddenly was rolled away from his tomb. And the same is true, he says, when it comes to a spiritual resurrection that takes place in the heart of God's people. It is also marked by a deep commotion that happens. It's often just in the conscience It's down inside of us or it's in our hearts when the law of God penetrates and shows us the things that we've done wrong, reminds us of our sinfulness, whatever that might be. When we have pangs of conscience that trouble us, when there's inward contrition inside of us, sometimes to the point of really stirring our hearts, even to the point of tears sometimes. It's not uncommon, pastors will tell you, to, to be distributing the Lord's Supper and to see someone who's just got their eyes full of tears because they're being confronted with their sinfulness as they come to the altar. And in the same way that Christ has passed over from death unto life, that's how it is now with the soul who believes in him. We likewise go through this first spiritual death in order to come to life. Jesus said once, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me, he has crossed over from death to life. So the first death that's being implied in our text has already taken place, and that happens inside of you and me when the Holy Spirit kind of jerks our consciences and makes us realize what our real condition would be like before God and how desperately we need what our Savior has come to do for us. Back in 2021 a few years ago out in Los Angeles uh, there was a report that that came to the Los Angeles Police Department and basically what happened there was a man that lived in a high rise apartment building and he was telling people in his building that his 18th floor apartment would be a perfect place for a sniper to shoot down at people and another lady claimed that he had asked her if there was anybody that she knew of that needed killing. Because of this, the police burst into his apartment and raided his apartment, and sure enough, found on the floor of that apartment, in the living room floor, an entire cache of guns, high-powered weapons, ammunition, thousands of bullets laid out. Many of the guns were loaded and appeared to be ready for use. They obviously took him into custody and confiscated all of those great weapons. Your Lord Jesus Christ, by the power of his resurrection, has burst into hell and he has raided the devil's arsenal. He has entered his domain and he has gathered up all of the worst weapons that he could have against you. And because of that great raid that took place on the first Easter, you now benefit and all of the best weapons that he could possibly use against you have been taken away And obliterated by Christ because of that first death that you and I have experienced in our hearts when the Holy Spirit convicts us of our sins and has brought us to faith in Christ because of that first death when spiritual death has now been uh, caused inside of us you now are untouchable by the second death take a look at our lesson one more time with this in mind Take a look at it. Blessed and holy is the one who has a share in the first resurrection, talking about Christ's resurrection. The second death, that means the death, the physical death that's ahead of you in your life, the second death has no power over them. Instead, they will be priests of God and of Christ, and they will reign with him for a thousand years. A beautiful picture of eternity. So your Lord Jesus says to you, whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Amen.